0: Brad and Glenda Pius, thank you so much for sowing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem, and welcome to Morning Drive Bible. My name is David Krupman, And my name is Scott Kahn. How are you? I am disappointed
1: in you. You disappointed me? I am frustrated with my good friend David, and it's because I like you so much. Really? Yes. I, I- picked you up at the train station today. Yes. And you sat in the back seat because my wife was in the front seat. Now... In the past, when I picked you up at the train station, you sit in the front seat, and seatbelts are not in question. You just put it on. Today, I said, put on your seatbelt. And you said, okay, Dad. Yes, I did. And my wife said, why wouldn't you put on a seatbelt? And you said, well, I'm in the back seat. My jaw then dropped to the floor. And I said, David, seatbelts save lives. I'm glad you put on a seatbelt. And I wish you would do that in general when you're in the backseat, because I like
0: you too much for you to risk your life by not putting on a seatbelt. I appreciate that you are trying to safeguard me from the perils of the Israeli highways. Any Any highway, anywhere. But you should know I do come from New York. And there is a Seinfeld joke about us going into New York taxis, and we don't necessarily buckle up, because somehow we believe that this vehicle will protect me, no matter where we go. And that's with a taxi driver from New York driving really fast. And I get the joke, and I appreciate
1: the joke, but David, you know what? I once took an infant CPR course. This is a long time ago. It was probably about maybe 19 years ago. And in that infant CPR course, the person teaching the class also mentioned, by the way, you should always bring a car seat into a cab. Someone there asked even for just a short drive, and the teacher sort of threw up his hands and took a deep breath and said, look, in life, there's no rewind button. We're all used to being able to press rewind and go back and do it again. But in real life, there's no rewind button. Yes, the chances of getting hurt on a short drive are very, very small. But if a seatbelt would have made it safer and that small chance actually takes place... Look what happened. There's no rewind button. Anyway, I've made my point. I've just saying, and I'm telling this to all our listeners too. By the way, it's not to David. I'm saying this story not in order to embarrass David, but because I want all of our listeners to always wear your seatbelts. I'm quite serious. That is an important takeaway. When I've taught my students, I always say, guys. I know this isn't what we were studying, but always wear your seatbelts.
0: See, I wish uh, Scott was around for the commercials in the 1980s to buckle up with the whole dummies in the car. I was around. Vincent and Larry, the crash test dummies. I like them. You like them. It. it was a great commercial. You can learn a lot from a dummy. You can learn a lot from a dummy. Okay.
1: You can learn a lot from a <laughs> David, <laughs> David equipment. I'm not going to make it parallel. The, tra- the no. transition
0: over there, dummy and David Necropman. There no, we go.
1: No parallelism intended. David, in our previous episodes about the golden calf... You mentioned that there are two-slash-three arguments that Moses made to God on behalf of the people of Israel. The first argument was, why are you angry, God? Meaning the people really don't deserve anger, and you acquitted yourself very well, explaining why, despite the terrible sin they were doing, really there's an element of what actually is so bad about this. Moses' second argument was if you do this you're going to undermine your own reputation which is the entire purpose of the people of israel in the world and the third argument which you conceded actually is a prayer is moses claim return from your anger and repent of the evil you were planning to do to your people we're now up to the fourth argument
0: and the fourth argument is you promised our forefathers abraham isaac and jacob that we will be a people and you have to keep that promise Period. That is the argument. What's called in Hebrew "zuchut avot," the merit of the forefathers. Right. So I want to address this particular argument of Moses to God about the concept of the merit of our forefathers. First, let's understand what merit means. We see that the merit of Abraham is extended to his nephew Lot in chapter thirteen, verse five. Lot too, who was going with Abram, had sheep, cattle, and tents. And we know that the Bible doesn't have redundant verses. We're not here to understand the financial wealth of Lot's success. There has to be a rhyme and a reason that the Bible is mentioning Lot's wealth. And we believe the reason is because of Abraham. Abraham's overflowing of blessing affected the financial success of his nephew,
1: Lot. I don't disagree that that's true. In fact, the Bible itself says... Lot, who walked with Abram, had these things, obviously implying that that's why he had them, because of Abram. On the other hand, there is a good reason why this verse would be written, not just to teach us about Abraham's merit, but also because it's a prelude to the next story, which shows that the land couldn't contain the wealth of both Abram and Lot. It's not as though it's an unnecessary verse. It's very necessary. At the same
0: time, I do agree that it says that Lot's wealth is on account of Abram. Good. Good. And we also see the concept of the merit of Abraham affecting the relationships around him, specifically with Melchizedek in chapter 14, verse 19, where Melchizedek, he blessed him and said, blessed is Abraham to God, most high, who possesses the heavens and the earth. We see that the blessing of Abraham is affecting the entire creation of the world. What Abraham does has effect. We see a trend in the Bible that because of Abraham's walk with God, other people gain financially or spiritually by the blessings of our great, great, great forefather, Abraham. My name is David McCrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. Blessings from Jerusalem.